What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Coast Coast Podcast. Today, we got to talk about them dubs, baby. Dub Nation. Fourth ring in eight years. It's like it's easy these days. Uh, something's wrong over there, Griffin. Uh, it's all good. But, uh, yeah, we got, the, we got the fourth ring. Shout out uh, Jason Tatum. He played amazing in those last three games. Superstar in the making. He's only 19, though, so don't worry. But uh, yeah, Don't worry. He was mad he couldn't recreate the picture with the trophy like he's Kobe, but it's all good. Maple Mamba got him, so shout out. But Maple Mamba. Let's talk about this series, though, because game one after that, uh, ESPN gave us a 14% chance to win the finals. So we, we showed him up. But, uh, Griffin, we'll get your outside opinion here first. Uh, what does this series look like for both teams' seasons going forward? Uh, Celtics obviously made their first finals since the 2010s when uh, they had it with Paul Pierce and that squad. Um, mm-hmm. The Warriors again in the yeah. finals back after their short break. So Yeah. Uh, I'll start with Boston first. Um, I think this could be potentially damaging for the future of Jason Tatum. He played terrible. It was like, you'd have to play like this is the NBA finals. Uh, And I was talking to Liam about this. I know, you know, everybody kind of made fun last year of Devin Booker. I'm a a Suns fan, so I got to bring it back to him. But everybody kind of made fun of Devin Booker. Like, you know, everybody was talking about the next Kobe. He was averaging 28 points a game in the finals, and he had back-to-back 40-point games. Uh, Jason Tatum didn't (laughs) sniff close to that, and he played awful. Um, And I think this, like, if he lets this finals affect him in that way, he looked scared of Andrew Wiggins. Uh, So, yeah, I think that – but not only that, I think um, it's it's not all negatives for the Celtics. Like obviously, you had a good year. Your defense is pretty is pretty solid. You just ran into a better team. Uh, but Jalen Brown, I was actually super impressed with his performance this year in the playoffs. He had a great one. Uh, but uh, yeah, going to the the Warrior side of things, like just you know, just adding more success to what is you know a modern day dynasty at this point. You know, everybody should look to the Warriors as a pillar of success and what you you should aspire your uh, organization to be run like. You're not cheap. You're paying the luxury tax. You're out here, you know, developing young young talent into, you know, successful, not only role players, but even potential stars in the future with like guys like Jordan Poole and the cum bucket. Um, James Wiseman. Yeah, and, oh, and also James Wiseman. Shout out that championship pitcher, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man got an A for no participation. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. This cemented Steph Curry as a top ten player of all time, in my opinion. It was. Yeah. Know, I I think I've you know thought that before, just me watching him. Like I've never seen a guy like that before. But you know he yeah. didn't really have the accolades to back that up, and now I think he does with that Finals MVP. So yeah, like. You know, Warriors, another solid year. I think it's setting up to continue. Like, your guys are going to continue to be competitive and, uh, you know, play for championships for the next couple of years. Uh, and the Celtics, you know, it's all going to depend on how Tatum bounces back. You're definitely going to have to make some moves in the offseason that we'll get into in our offseason series. But, you know, I'm just, you know, happy for you guys and, you know, Enjoy while the success lasts. Yeah, sun's coming next. So. No, we're not. We suck. Me. We suck. But I, um, no, yeah, like you said, Jalen, Jason Tatum, he's gonna be back with vengeance next year. Um, was it how many points did he have in that last game? Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, he was 13. a menace in the fourth quarter. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. He's playing scared. He how many turnovers did he have this series? Uh, he had a hundred turnovers in the entire series. So you know that no, Wilt, not, no and then playoffs. Oh, playoffs. Well, Most ever. That, that Wilt Chamberlain yeah. picture with the hundred just photoshopped <laughs> face on it. I thought that actually was funny. Oh yeah. my god. He averaged he had five turnovers in game six. Yeah, that's not good. That's not gonna cut it. Six for 18. He shot 36% from the field in the finals. Yeah. And 65 from the line, bro. What? Bro, he's on his mambo. No, he's right like now. he's Sam Darnold right now, bro. Yeah. He's seeing that. <laughs> but, uh, but nah, it wasn't a good series from him. Um, we smoking the deuce pack, like you know how. Oh I fuck, deuce. He's so annoying, dude. <laughs> Kick that kid. In the- <laughs> My daddy's fuck, yeah. fuck them kids. Yeah. We know Riley Curry was smoking that pack, so it's all good. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Now let's talk about the Warriors. They have a lot of stuff to deal with this offseason. It's not as glamorous as it is. Um, right now, because you know, you have the championship parade on Monday, but there's a lot more yeah, stuff yeah. to worry about. Andrew Wiggins, he's going to be looking for a new deal. Yeah. He was overpaid at one point. Now you might need to pay him even more than that, which is crazy enough. Yeah. But yeah. it's Golden State. He might take a little bit of a pay cut. You never know. Light skinned pool party boy himself, he's going to be looking for a new deal because Jordan Poole, he looks like he could be the successor to Stephen Curry, and you want to make sure he's lined up. <laughs> The GOAT himself, Kavon Looney, he's going to need a new deal. I used to hate that man, but he became Hakeem Olajuwon out there. So, like, we need him to come back. Um, Otto Porter Jr., I love him. He's going to have to go, though. There's really no reason we re- way we can keep him. We got the come bucket and Monty Moody coming back. So, they'll, they'll be a lot better. Um, we still got a first-round pick, though, which is nice. So, hopefully, we can make something of that. Um, Carson, how do you think Golden State needs to address this offseason? Because our boys ain't scared of spending a little dough, but um, no, they ain't. They, what, what do you think we got to keep doing? Because we got Kenny Atkinson back. Shout out. He was a huge part of our developmental staff this year. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about them and then we'll talk about the Celtics before we close out. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, they're going to be facing, like you said, a lot of tough decisions, but I think, you know, it's so, it, like that's what's so awesome about the Warriors winning this winning this ring is that I feel like you know you know God forbid injuries or whatnot but our window we really have you know a two three four year window right here now because you know we still have you know our core three and you know it's just it's such a it's such a blessing to have Moody Wiseman uh, and Kaminga all on rookie deals and you figure you know at, you know those guys are just going to keep developing you know, you're able to just throw them in the rotation on rookie contracts and they're able to contribute and you're not going to have to, you know, the, the money that you're going to be, uh, you know, giving to Wiggins and Poole that, you know, you're not going to be able to give to, you know, the role guys we have now. Like, you know, to me, like Porter, Bielitsa, um, you know, those two, it's like, it's okay if they lose because, you know, then we'll just throw in Moody, Kaminga, Wiseman in the rotation, you know, instead of those guys. Yeah, Griffin, what's up, bro? What you I, want just had a, I just had a question, like, I mean – just from an outside observer, why why would the Warriors keep uh, Clay? I mean, I just think it's pretty obvious that like he's regressing, but you try to like strike while he still has some value and try to get something and just move on to the next generation, kind of. That's just hard for Warriors fans to part with that. Like, he's I understand you—that's your guy, but but like, financially, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, You're right, because. 
I feel like no, that's he's yeah. the odd man out. He played bad in these playoffs. There's no lie about it. Um, I'll pull yeah. that's in the finals. This man probably averaged like 13 points in the finals. No, Griffin, you do pose a really interesting question. It's just tough because you know it's clay. You would feel like you know you're murdering someone, you know, yeah. getting him off the team. But you know, he makes a lot of money, and I think he it's just a fact, you know. I love Clay, but you know, kind of what he he did, if if he keeps playing like he did you know, the rest of, you know, the rest of the regular season, the playoffs, it, it, it doesn't really have that great of a contract, you know, with how much money he's making c- compared to, you know, what he's, what he's doing. It, it definitely is tough, it, you know, but. I couldn't just, see him playing in another Jersey. That's it's just so like, yeah, hard. I feel like the war, the Warriors, you, you just gotta, you just gotta ride or die with your guy. And, you know, no matter how much money he makes and his production might not match that, but. You know, you definitely pose a very, a very interesting question. That I think if we didn't have as much of a tie, emotional tie to Clay, you know, that's something we definitely have to explore. But same with Draymond. I mean, yeah, you know, same Draymond, with Draymond. Because it's come, like Draymond. You, you know, there's times where it's like, what the fuck is he even doing out there? And it's like, could we, you know, can we get someone that does what Draymond does better? But it's like you, you just can't because it's Draymond. Like the the three of them and the experience that the, our core three have, it, it, it's just kind of irreplaceable. You know, you, you know, no matter how much money they make and how you know the contracts might not be all worth it. But uh, very yeah. interesting, though. Very interesting. That's a big question. I've always thought about that because Pool is just. He's looking like a better version of him now. And Poole and Clay, they don't really mesh that well to yeah. me. Like, and every and, time they were on the court, it was just like, I don't know. And why have we kept Clay? Because he's been a defensive stopper. That's what Andrew Wiggins is now. Andrew Wiggins is a better defensive player than Clay now, especially after the injury. But we don't know how good. Then, then you always think, man, how good is he going to be post-injury? You know? Like, like, after another year of rehabbing. Like, he could be a whole different beast again. But – like where would he fit? Like and maybe like, wait to see like what he's at like at the trade deadline, then maybe make a decision. Oh, that sucks, dude. I, this is oh. I feel guilty even having this conversation. I like I would know. never get rid of Clay. Well, but it's well, just let's, like, let's get down into it. Where are some teams we think you would make sense going to? Like what are some teams that could really? Every team needs a, a shooter like that. The Lakers I mean, would love him if we traded the Lakers. I'd punch <laughs> a hole in the wall. The yeah, the if Lakers he, would love that. Um. The Heat would love to get a guy like him. Because, yeah, he'd just be, you know, better Duncan Robinson. Duncan, better Duncan but, yeah, Robinson. better Duncan Robinson, yeah. Um, uh, he rocks. The, oh, fuck. The, oh, my God. Him and Chris Middleton. Oh, my gosh. I hate that. But, like, well, with Clay, we would Clay, want at this point in his career, yeah, he, you'd have to trade him to a team that's, you know, a championship level. Or, we wouldn't or do him like that. It. No. Yeah. Because no way he's going to, like, Charlotte or Sacramento. Like, so like what? Do we trade, like, the Hawks for, like, Kevin Herter and, like, three for, like two firsts? He's also on the other side of 30, you know? It's, it's, a, it's a terrible conversation to have. It's like talking about, like, getting rid of your son. That's what it feels <laughs> like to me and you. Yeah, where am I going to ship my son off to? Yeah, exactly. Set him off the boarding school. But, no, um, that's a difficult conversation to have, which – in turn, we got to start talking about Boston. Al Horford has a team option. If they accept it, they're stupid because they can get him for a lot cheaper, uh, I think. But he's a guy – does he need to come back? Griffin, well, Carson and I have been on a roll. Does yeah. Al Horford have to come back? Um, I mean, after his performance, I think yes. But he's so – like, 
you know, he had that rest period, right? Where after the Thunder, he had like, I don't know, what was that, three months off or whatever? Like, yeah, I just, I don't know if you get this production from him. Like, if he plays a full season with the Celtics and the playoffs, like, he's, I don't see him playing like this again. So I, I would definitely not pick up that option, just try to get him cheaper, just find another option. Like, he's definitely an expendable piece. And also, like, he's going to regress defensively. He's like, you know, I was like 35 or something. He's up there. Yeah. yeah. Horford, Horford is, he's also, he, I mean, not to like, the, the extent of Draymond and Clay, but he's another guy that's just like really important to that team, that locker room. I mean, he's been there for a yeah, long time. You could time. have him in like an Iguodala or like a Udonis Haslam role, like at the end of the, like, I, he's, he's definitely can still play. He's better than both. Yeah. He's guys. definitely better than that, but he's definitely like a good locker room presence for sure. No, they need to regress his role. Cause exactly. Yeah. Not, what they got from him this season. You're not, this is the best. You're not going to replicate gonna that production. Let's cut the crap. This man, not a hall of famer, bro. Who the hell talking about this? I, I, I was fucking around. I've been, <laughs> no. no, it's the Twitter too, bro. Twitter was saying it the other day. This man's not a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall no. of Fame like role player. It was an All Star five times. Yeah, I mean he's a really, really solid, you know, really <laughs> solid guy. Just he, yeah. No. Uh, how can Boston improve? How do we think they can improve this offseason? Because uh, I, they saw Derek White coming back. They got Marcus Smart. They got Brown Tatum. Is it just at this point team their players elevating? Do they need to trade up and get a draft pick? Like. Is there a young guy that would make sense for this team? I I don't think you look to the draft. I think you I think you look towards improving the Derek White spot. He looked scared out there, like he looked scared initially, and then he kind of like found it like early in the playoffs, and then he after he had his kid, after he had his kid, he found it. Yeah, and then and then like after like his kid like started like calling him a bitch or whatever at home, like. (laughs) He just like <laughs> I just fucking I like I don't know. He just seemed like scared out there. Like I think you could do and deer in the headlights. Yeah, yeah. You, it was a definite deer in the headlights moment. I think you could try to get someone better than that, like like an Eric Gordon, maybe. Let's go like, back. Hey, let's go back to the last video. Marco Fultz. Yeah, yeah. Someone like that. Like, I think you could definitely find someone out there that can like you need a awesome. like a playmaker who can also create his own offense off the bench. And I think you could do better than Derek White. And I think that's a, a spot where you can definitely approve in the limitations that you have with your salary cap. So they run back the same starting lineup then. Yeah, guys. I think this I think they kind yeah. of found their their niche. They just need to improve on the the periphery. And I think you try to run it back and you hope Tatum doesn't shrink in the moment next year. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna be tw- yeah. 24. It's fine. Yeah he's yeah. well he's switching to 24 so he'll literally be Kobe. <laughs> the Boston, they're to me like the the one like I mean they were two wins away from the NBA Finals, so they, it seems like they don't really have much else to do. But the one thing they really need to emphasize, they need a true point guard. They need a true game manager, real playmaker. Ricky Rubio. Yeah, like a Rubio, yeah, Ricky Chris Rubio. Paul, yeah. someone in that mold. Because God bless Marcus Smart's, you know, God bless Marcus Smart. But he's not the he's not a play he's not that ideal you know run your offense kind of point guard you know they need someone yeah Rubio someone like that that can initiate offense so Tatum you know doesn't have to or he doesn't have to as much he's better as a secondary playmaker not a primary playmaker that's I they definitely need that for sure it's like a real game manager you know playmaker point guard. And that's the missing piece for them, really. I think that's really the missing piece. I think he, I, I felt like he kind of figured it out, like Marcus Smart, like he does make some dumbass decisions <laughs> sometimes, but like 
he kind of figured it out in terms of playmaking after they had like 15 team meetings. No, he was Malcolm really good. God bless him. Yeah, like I think he he's Malcolm not Brogdon. terrible anymore in terms of playmaking. But yeah, I think like if you do find like like a guy off the bench who can kind of share the load with them in terms of playmaking and scoring. Like yeah. if you could just clone up, if you could just clone them and have two of them, that'd be perfect. <laughs> two DPO. Oh, oh, another thing with whoever, whatever playmaker guy that they decide to get that, yeah, to help smart out, they have to make sure that he's not a liability on defense. Like he has to, you know, buy yeah. into the defense. Malcolm because, Brogdon. Yeah. Brogdon would be, yeah. Yeah. He'd be oh, the missing piece. I don't know president. if they make, I don't know if they make the money work, whatever, but that, yeah. that'd be awesome. That'd be fucking because, awesome. I love Al Holford, but I think he'd be perfect in a six-man role where he's playing in situational minutes where he's needed. Um, yeah. You run JT at the four, Robert at the five, Brown at the three, Smart at the two, Brogdon at the one. I think that team's better. Yes, yeah. 100%. Horford, yeah, Brogdon would be White would be gone. Fit. White would have to be gone in that trade. Um, but, like, that's a solid team. Yeah. Because what? Let's see. What would that Boston? So Boston would probably wait. What the hell? How much money does Brogdon make? Isn't it like thirty a year though? Thirty million? Brogdon? Am I tripping? No. Yeah, I think Brogdon did get paid like a year or two ago. He got a lot of money though. I don't think he makes thirty. He makes twenty-one. Okay. Oh, so it's like Mikael Bridges makes. Okay. So it'd be like they trade like Derek White, Aaron Neesmith, and like a first. Yeah, or a second. I don't know how high his value is. He's old too. He's he's like thirty. Now. He's thirty. Yeah. What the hell, bro? Well, he Jay, came in. He, no. he was rookie of the year at twenty five years old. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, he'd be a goat on Boston. If I'm Boston, I'm doing anything to get it. If out. Indiana takes that, I mean, yeah, Indiana doesn't really have much hope either. But if they, they got, they don't need him at point guard. They got tight. Ty- Halliburton. Yeah, Halliburton, yeah. Jalen Smith, so. Halliburton and Jalen Smith, yeah. <laughs> Great matchup. But, no, Grant Williams, he's still – I want him to start, too. He's he's a great guy. They got a lot of – they got a lot Nick of guys. Stauskas, yeah. They got former NFL MVP Matt Ryan on the team as well. Yeah, yeah. that's impressive. Uh, Daniel Tice, still a solid guy when he plays. But, no, Neesmith should be involved in a trade this offseason because I don't think he has much future with this team. No, no, hundred percent. Turns he like or Pritchard. Pritchard would be the absolute ideal, perfect Indiana Pacer. Front office would be like, great, bring Pritchard <laughs> in. Right. <laughs> Him and TJ McConnell. Yeah, That's Pritchard and McConnell backcourt. Yeah, that, be that, like the fifties, <laughs> plumber era, whatever. Yeah, but no. Um, can I can I say something about Boston real quick? Um, uh-huh. you know, you mentioned. Griffin, that you know, this could be really disastrous for Tatum. I, there's definitely a, a chance that it could, but I feel like I'm definitely looking more, you know, glass half full on it. That I feel like you know, every great player, you know, has to have their, you know, this a moment like this. You know, you look at you know every great player, you know, in the history of the league, they've they've all had their, you know, like their fork in the road moment where they just struggled, you know, really bad in a series or made a really bad play or whatever. You know, you can go all that, you know, LeBron had his 2011 finals, you know, Isaiah Thomas on the ball to bird. Kobe in 2004. Yeah. Kobe sucked in that finals. And then you can look at the air balls against Utah, every great player, you know, even Jordan took Jordan, you know, a a few years to get to the finals. You know, he had to get to the Pistons and the Celtics, whatever. 
And I think for him, he's ahead of schedule. He's 24. You look at a lot of other great players in NBA history at 24. They weren't in the finals like he is. And I think, uh, you know, he, he's so young. The, the rest of their core is so young. And, God, they were so close. I mean, they're two yeah. fucking games away from winning this. Series. They were up 2-1. Yeah, Booker Banner. They were up 2-1. It's just a shame that Tatum didn't – because, dude, remember when we made that, you know, you know, top 10 under 25? You and this was Tatum's opportunity to, you know, grab that number one spot over Luka by the balls, and it just didn't happen for him. But I think he's so young, too talented. He'll – He'll get there. I think he'll figure it out. He just, I think this, you know, hopefully this will be good for him. This, this will be something to learn. They got him, they got Brown, they got smart Robert Williams, Grant Williams, you know, they're all under contract. They're all, you know, I'm 28 and under, you know, the future is still very bright for Boston. It's just, you know, this is a fork in the road. How are they going to respond? I was going to say real quick, and then I'll let Griffin go. (laughs) My, my prediction aged pretty decently with how I said Boston Warriors, Celtics in six. I might have been wrong on who won, but it was in six. And I said Tatum and Luca would be a little bit closer. Despite the season Tatum had at the end of it with the playoffs, I think it's still a little bit closer than – I think it's a lot closer than we we started at the start of the playoffs. So, shout out to that. Great prediction by myself, but not to my own. Yeah. Don't but. jerk yourself off too hard. <laughs> what yeah. do you want to say? <laughs> no, I was just saying, like, you know, when I was talking about, you know, Tatum, like – I I would definitely bet on the side that he comes back better and more prepared if they, you know, get in the moment like this. This is definitely a like a 2011 LeBron type moment where it's like, yeah, he's going to come back and be awesome. I think he's going to, you know, remember what it feels like because I think he's that dude. He's that dude. Definitely. Uh, yeah. You know? So is Brown. I was so impressed with yeah, Brown. Brown I mean, was super impressive. There were times, you know, in, in that series where it was just like, what do we do with, like, as a Warriors fan, it's like, what the fuck do we do with him? He, yeah. like, single-handedly took over for many stretches in, in the series, and he he was awesome. And, you know, it, he just – he got to get in the lab with, you know, and, and work on his handles. Uh-huh. Um, those two need to work on their turnover issues. Well, That's those two, fun. yeah, it's the turnovers, and they just have to be more concise. I feel like they both, you know, too many dribbles, you know, only a couple dribbles for get to your spot, it's just more and more concise. And that, it, and they're so young, you know, that would I just feel come like, with yeah, more Jason Tatum, I think, like, if he had like a, a tiny bit better shot selection, like if he worked on his floater and his like yes, range yes. more than like doing like Kobe step backs and turnarounds. I think that would definitely add a dimension to his game. That could be helpful. I think yeah, both for sure. All-stars next year, averaging 24 point plus per game points per game. Remember when people wanted to trade one because they couldn't play together. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, I was so was surprised insane. when he got picked third overall in that 2016 draft. Cause wait, who did I think was going to go? I Josh thought. Jackson. Bender. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know well looking back on it i'm like i don't even know who i thought jamal was. murray thon maker yeah thon maker probably oh no. bo cruz bo cruz <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. fantastic like movie by the way right? gerson yabusele yeah oh my god he's some weird ass skirt malachi richardson whatever you, know, you just got poppy papaganis or whatever the fuck <laughs> shout out legendary uh, uh phoenix sun slash king's pick yeah that was the weirdest draft <laughs> of all time but no, all the time, well, we'll see going in the wrong direction. Great series. Can't wait because we got football coming up. It's coming up, creeping up before we know it. So we got a lot more stuff coming out with that. And we get the draft. That's going to be a lot of thing. Free agency. 
It's a year-round coverage, so don't worry. We always we'll be reacting live to the draft, and we'll be at Chargers Mini Camp reporting live. <laughs> oh, get ready, coast to coast, on-site. Yes, sir. And yes, Aaron sir. Donald, that new contract, we're gonna have to see what's going on. So, oh yeah. Otherwise, appreciate you guys for listening. As always, Coast Coast Podcast. Signing out. Peace.